Welcome to the PCOS Diva podcast. My name is Amy Medling. I'm a certified health coach and founder of PCOS Diva. My mission is to help women with PCOS find the tools and knowledge they need to take control of their PCOS so they can regain their fertility, femininity, health, and happiness. Today's PCOS Diva podcast is sponsored by the seven-day Discover Your PCOS Diva Jumpstart program. Jumpstart is the place to begin when you're ready to commit to yourself and jump into your healing journey. Learn step-by-step how diet, lifestyle, and mindset changes can get you on the right path. You'll be thrilled to feel your energy return, brain fog lift, acne begin to clear, and so much more. Visit PCOSDiva.com slash jumpstart for more information and to get started today. If you haven't already, make sure you check out PCOSDiva.com. There I offer tons of great free information about PCOS and how to develop your PCOS diet and lifestyle plan so you can begin to thrive like a PCOS diva. Look for me on iTunes, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram as well. If you're a PCOS diva and you struggle with additional autoimmune issues like Hashimoto's, um, IBS, celiac, uh, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, those are all autoimmune conditions that I hear women with PCOS talking about and complaining about, chronic fatigue syndrome, then this episode is for you. We are going to be talking about a possible underlying factor of all of those autoimmune issues, as well as maybe some um, symptoms that you haven't really been able to get to the root of. Um, And we're going to be talking about Epstein-Barr virus. And I am talking to one of really the world's experts on Epstein-Barr virus, Dr. Kasha Kynes. So welcome, Dr. Kynes, to the PCOS Diva podcast. Hello, divas. Hello, my dear Amy. I'm so delighted to be here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, we have tried to record this uh, podcast multiple times, and um, f- I'm just glad that we're finally connected. <laughs> and you are the CEO and founder of Global... Finally. I know, finally. Um, you're the CEO and founder of the Global Epstein-Barr Virus Institute, And as I mentioned, you're really a global leader in recovery therapy for chronic EBV. You also have a fabulous book. It is just so comprehensive. Uh, It's called The Epstein-Barr Virus Solution. You are a wellness expert and a highly respected doctor of clinical nutrition. So, so excited to have you here to kind of demystify Epstein-Barr virus for us. Yes, let's do it. And thank you for a kind introduction. And uh, I want to apologize if I have a scratchy voice because we just found we have water damage and there's some molds. We're waiting for remediation. So uh, um, I actually started to wear a mask, but when I don't, I may cough a little bit so um, or have a little sore throat. so hopefully the quality will, uh, of this conversation will not be affected. 
Well, I hope that you get that fixed soon. I know that what a, a problem that can be. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, right? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm good. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're working on it. So let's talk about EBV. This is what we call it. Um, what is the very first question that you would ask me to explain to your divas? Well, I, I could probably venture to say that um, some divas have never even heard uh, the term Epstein-Barr virus. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Um, I know that, you know, at, before I read your book, um, all I knew about it is it was connected to that um, condition that a lot of like high school and college age kids get, which is mononucleosis. So that's really all I knew about it, but you totally uh, mm -hmm. really opened my eyes. And um, so why don't we just start there? What is Epstein-Barr virus? Okay. <clears throat> okay. So yes, yeah, so we, uh, and uh, probably most of the ladies listening are familiar with the concept of mono. That's exactly what you said. Mono is this really the worst flu in your life. And you're in college, you don't sleep, you eat junk, you overstudy or overparty, right? So you're kind of setting yourself for that. And so the virus has been on this planet for 1 million years. And so approximately 99, you know, we have it. I probably have it. You probably have it. So in most people, it's fine. It's just, it's, it's there, but it, it's not doing much. But um, it is an opportunist. Just like, you know, if you have a crack in the window, if the rain comes, uh, the mold will start, <laughs> which is exactly what's happening in, in our house now. Um, so you, if you have those cracks and uh, the rain comes, the, the mold will grow. This is kind of like the EBV will grow. So for most people, if you have EBV uh, as mono, <clears throat> maybe better than uh, really awful achiness and aches and pains and headache and lymph nodes enlarged and just being re really miserable, kind of like a, a track hit you over the head. After that, most people go to normal life, but most people don't. And the problem with this virus is that um, it has um, two major risk uh, areas. <clears throat> the most common is uh, actually three. The most common is number one is uh, developing and chronic brain fog and sometimes achiness. So, so that number one is a little bit like that flu um, never going away completely. So after that mono, you just don't go back to base uh, baseline. Your baseline shifts and suddenly you're just never the same. And that's a story I hear again and again and again. So if, if any of the listeners remembers, you know, oh yeah, I was 22, I got that bad, bad, bad mono, or maybe that was just bad flu <clears throat> that immobilized you for a number of weeks. And then afterwards, you just never, never completely the second scenario, if that goes further, your chronic fatigue, your brain fog, you know, that becomes an opportunity for autoimmunity. And like you said, 
in some cases, PCOE come, PCOS sorry, comes together with uh, autoimmunity like Hashimoto, as you mentioned, celiac and rheumatoid arthritis. And so number two is that mind of triggering autoimmune disorders. And if you look on my website, there's resources there or in my book, I have a laundry list of autoimmune disorders, including those that you mentioned, Amy. And we have studies, like we have studies, new studies, uh, in particular, a study that looked at EBV uh, triggering, turning on your genes for autoimmunity in your DNA, including, including celiac, including MS, including rheumatoid arthritis, including um, IBD, and also, let me see, diabetes. <coughs> there were seven conditions. Uh, rheumatoid arthritis was um, on the list. And so, and I, and I start noticing uh, certain cases when people used to be okay with gluten. Maybe they had the, the celiac uh, gene, but it wasn't expressing. And then you have the virus going into that DNA area that codes for autoimmunity and turns on that particular gene. And boom, suddenly you have, you have sensitivity to gluten and it just throws you off. You get really sick. And then you take gluten off, maybe you figure it out, but then you're gluten, gluten free and you're still not recovering because the mastermind is EBV and it's still pulling on the strings. So that's the second scenario. And the third scenario, the worst one that I don't really like to talk about too much because it <laughs> scares people and it's not that frequent, is cancer. And so long, long term, you know, if there is more damage, more autoimmunity, eventually it can go into cancer. There are specific types of cancer um, uh, related to your lymph nodes, uh, your T cells, so more to immune system. Uh, and I also list them on the website if people are interested in the, in the book. 10% um, of stomach cancer globally is caused by this virus, apparently, for example. And so there are people that die from cancer that is caused, 40,000 people die of cancer annually. Most people have this terrible chronic fatigue, horrible fatigue. When you can't move, you can't really walk from one room to another. And another, another idea to kind of ponder is how do you feel after you exercise? Because as a woman, you know, you feel you have to exercise, you have to trim down, you know, you we're supposed to move, we're stressed out, so exercise is good for you and for your mood. You have so much oxidation. If you exercise on top of it, exercise creates more, most, more oxidation. So after even a brief exercise, people with chronic EBV are bedridden again for one, two days. They just don't have that recovery and they feel much worse after exercise. So that's kind of a red flag. Um, if anybody is in this position, then I said, oh, you, you should look into that. So this is kind of a mapping of where the virus is. Does it make sense so far? Yeah, that that's, makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, I think that a lot of women with PCOS mm -hmm. do get fatigued after exercise. Um, and I've always thought that it was kind of an adrenal issue because we tend to have some adrenal dysfunction. But you're talking about mm -hmm. a fatigue where it really puts you into bed um, after exercise, Correct. not just, not just yes. kind of a general yes. fatigue. Okay. Yes. 
So I know that. Um, correct. Correct. There's a good fatigue. There's a good. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm wondering um, if you could give us some other symptoms of chronic EBV. I know you have a quiz on your site, so if anything's like resonating um, with you as a listener, that you can go to your site for a quiz, mm-hmm. and maybe you could talk about that and some other symptoms. <clears throat> yeah. So. So symptoms can be really a laundry list. Um, um, let me see, lymph, lymph. If you have lymph nodes around your neck that are, uh, that are enlarged, or uh, if you feel like your throat is sore uh, or hoarse, if you, let me see, headaches are, quite, I think 70% of people with EBV actually present with headaches. People can have odd things like uh, mosquito bites can cause inflammation and infection. So that sensitivity is, is, uh, has been documented in uh, medical literature. Um, you can have nosebleeds, you can have low platelets, you can have, uh, just take fever, of course, um, aches and pains, unexplained. And then you can have um, ulceration in your mouth or even uh, you can have skin rashes, skin eruptions, skin itching. Uh, So people might think I have mast cell issues or allergy issues. Uh, So so as you can see, it's all over the map. Mm -hmm. So I was just going to interrupt. I've um, had, I I think you probably know her as well, Dr. Becky Campbell. She was on um, our podcast talking about histamine intolerance and mast cell issues. So that could possibly be triggered by EBV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... Um, it's a good question and it's a possibility because you're you're talking about a virus that is a mastermind of just going into basically what happens this this virus hides in your cells and travels inside those cells and your cells are the immune cells these are the cells that the virus targets and the virus doesn't live in your bloodstream. It travels in your bloodstream to organs. Basically, it likes to look for uh, condos. You know, it moves into a condo, whether it's your thyroid, you know, then you have autoimmunity and Hashimoto's. That's a big one for EBV. Or you can have inflamed liver and autoimmune hepatitis. It can go into your spleen. You can have a large spleen. <clears throat> so. It really, you know, you, it, can, it can go into different organ systems and different, different systems. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of the cases of mast cell issues could be triggered by EBV. Um, you want to test and figure it out. I mean, you know, that's the first thing. First thing, the, the, quiz, on the, the quiz I developed on the website is less typical symptoms and also medical conditions, and also autoimmune conditions, and, and also history of cancer. 
So it is an eye opener. If you go through it, it's like four pages, I think. You can kind of map your life and your history and your, your clinical medical history. Of, oh, I've had this, I've had that, I've had this, I've had that. Um, and so <clears throat> that kind of is an eye opener. So, and then if you think you should investigate it, I would either read the book or just do the testing. And we have an uh, explanation of what to test on the website as well. So I would just pursue it and just, you know, just to exclude it. So, you know, many women with PCOS have a frustration of going to a, a general practitioner or like their, you know, OBGYN, and they ask for certain testing, and it's really hard to get the testing that, that you know, we need, like a, for instance, like a complete thyroid panel, um, and to test for Hashimoto's, those, for those antibodies, if, yeah. if you suspect I'm, I'm wondering mm -hmm. if this is the same case for mm -hmm. testing for EBV. So you take your quiz. Uh, if you bring the suggestions for testing into your doctor, are they going to kind of look at you uh, with the sort of a glazed <laughs> look on their face because uh, they don't really know what you're talking about? Uh, what, what, what do you think? Is it, is it hard to get that um, test yes. in a non-functional medicine environment yes it's, it's, it's exactly correct the same story applies to EBV they will roll their eyes they will tell you everybody has the antibodies it's a waste of your time and money and they will not test and if they test maybe they will test two or three markers and not all four and um, it is humiliating, honestly, because doctors will send you to a psychiatrist, psychologist. They will attempt to put you on antidepressants. They will tell you it's in your head. I've heard these stories all too many times, and it's really people that struggle and, uh, and are suffering. So um, we actually uh, build a relationship with a direct-to-consumer lab uh, that has created uh, the CBC and, and total thyroid panel and the EBV panel <laughs> is just so that people, if people have problems getting a doctor to agree, the last thing you want is to go and knock from door to door and spend two years asking new doctors, you know, trying to find a doctor who will agree to test this or that and waste of our life and our resources and our energy and frankly, <clears throat> people need to know that there are labs direct to consumers. Excellent service and you can go locally to a lab and you just have to know what to request. And yes, you will pay out of pocket, but at some point it's not gonna break your bank, but it's important to get your numbers and know where you are and be independent and advocate for yourself. Um, it is a terrible disservice uh, what's happening. It's getting a little better with EBV because maybe, maybe my book has something to do with it in my work. There's also Medical Medium, so uh, he's written a couple of books. <clears throat> They're very popular and, and people are storming uh, doctor's offices, demand, I'm a heavy EBV too. <laughs> so yeah. I think from my perspective, I'm, I'm hearing more feedback that people actually are already tested. When I ask the same question to my audiences like a year ago 
a lot of people still did not have testing, but now it's shifting a little bit, at least, you know, from what I hear. But for traditional doctors, I'm sure it's still the same answer. You know, why would you test it? It's a waste of time. I'm not going to test. And on top of that, if a doctor tests you, they need to do something about it. But in the traditional information and education they have on EBV is that there's nothing you can do. You can get mono and that's it. You cannot get mono again. Once you have mono, that's done. You'll never have it. And if you have mono, you just have to rest and that's the end of the story. So for them, there's really nothing they can do, right? That's the scenario. Well, before we get into what you can do, if you have tested uh, positive for EBV, can you back up and just tell us what lab has that patient direct panel that you like to use? It's called Altalam test, U-L-T-A. Um, and just for reference, if people want to know exactly which panel, uh, they don't have to use my lab, they, but, but uh, on my website, there is a button, test your EBD, and it will show you the four antibodies right there. It's for all consumers. They just created a couple of good panels upon my request. Okay, we could put that in our show notes so um, to make that easy for people to find as well. Um, okay, so let's let's run through the scenario that uh, one of the, that a diva went on your page, took the quiz. She felt like she was um, you know had a high probability that she could have EBV. Got the patient direct lab test, mm -hmm. and now she has her results, and they're positive. Now what? <clears throat> now what now you have to um you know you figure out what um life challenges um have stripped you of normal functioning and so you set the goals you know what are my biggest symptoms is it the fatigue is it the brain fog is it the joint pain what is that that i have or is it my autoimmunity that kind of, I want to get from three out of 10 for my energy to eight out of 10 for my energy. So as you start the process, you know what you're looking uh, for. And then the, the first thing would be probably the website because the, we created the website for <clears throat> free resources that are all evidence-based. So before you start going online and going to support groups and going to all kinds of webinars and this, this and that, you want to get the information that is accurate as a shortcut right in. So that will open your eyes. And then we have different services and different programs. We have, um, I have developed a consumer program called EBV Recovery Program. And recovery concept is a very unusual concept because nobody in the uh, medical community thinks that you can recover from it. Um, but indeed you can. And so that's a, that's a, a complete, complete program in itself um, that we have and it's, it's on demand so anybody can step into it when they're ready. But I would say the first thing would be maybe to read um, no uh, commitment 
And I think the first thing that the book uh, does is gives people hope and an overview and like a big zooming out and zooming in into your past life, into what happened to you, kind of understanding, oh, it makes sense. Kind of like you, what you said when you read the book, like, oh, that makes sense. I didn't really know. All the pieces are kind of put together. And there is a recovery process also lined up in the book. So you can, you know, for do it yourself, uh, people, uh, some people just take, take that book. Um, and um, many people that have the book still decide to jump into the program. I still am in the program once a month uh, with a Q&A and coaching calls and then in our Facebook group. So they still have access to me. So this, this is kind of a trajectory like, um, to build up your repertoire and understanding and see if you really feel that that may be it. Um, you have some options. We're, we're working on more. We're working on clinicians right now. We're going to train more doctors and clinicians. So everybody has tools. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, and, and your book is, gosh, it's so comprehensive. It's like, how many pages? I'm looking, it's like over 500 pages of content. And I think, you know, with your yeah. background, yeah. In clinical nutrition, food and lifestyle is really at mm -hmm. the center of your recovery program, you know, as it is for PCOS Diva. Um, food and you know oh yes it, it just plays such a role in the healing process um and i i loved seeing you know so many of your recommendations kind of overlap mine the the importance of of managing your stress and sleeping um and then i love even at the the um end of your book you talk about uh, bringing more, you know, joy, spirituality, and laughter into your life, which I think is just so overlooked <laughs> as as a healing measure. Oh my gosh, yes, it 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 totally is overlooked, and and we also have a whole module on that in the program, and um, it's my, <clears throat> our culture is so stress driven we are literally addicted to stress and challenges and um, especially as women we don't have a tribal culture and so we're not designed to be you know I'm the wife sex partner mother uh, daughter uh, cook cleaning maid chauffeur for my kids what else is there <laughs> All yeah. at the same time. Or maybe also a business owner like you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of hats to wear, that's for sure. Yes. And so, and I struggle with it as well, turning off the stress response. So it's, um, the, the joy is the shortcut to healing and the shortcut to stall the stress response because when you are in the joy you actually cannot be in anger frustration or fear mm. and when you so when you are in joy you actually are opening the chemical avalanche so to speak that promotes healing and it's fun you know if you do something that you love uh, you know uh, I go every Sunday I spend a couple of time, hours with um, retired old uh, ill horses in a sanctuary and 
and you know time stops and you're just in this joy and this is healing this is what we need to do but as women we forgot we don't have time we don't have resources it's challenging because we put ourselves last Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's not just you know the diet and all that yeah sure but if we can the most difficult thing for me too is that aspect of i am good enough and therefore i am important enough for myself and therefore you know because i am lovable and i am enough i am a priority and i will take the time and i will take care of myself that alone is a huge obstacle that we have as women. Oh my gosh. I think that is one of the biggest roadblocks is believing that you are worthy of the time, energy, effort, money <laughs> that it takes to heal. And that that's, you are enough. I mean, that's, yeah. that's my, that's my daily mantra. Um, and so I love that that you are very much aligned with that sort of holistic healing. Um, and it's honestly the the book, just your uh, protocol itself, it would be helpful for PCOS divas with or without EBV. So I, I definitely want to give your book a plug. Again, that's called The Epstein-Barr Virus Solution. And I picked up my copy on Amazon. So it's um, readily available. And uh, Dr. Kynes, can you tell us a little bit more about your, um, your consumer program um, and where we can learn more about your work? Mm. Um, first of all, I'm so excited that, that, um, and that, what, what you're teaching and I'm teaching is uh, aligned because um, that's the kind of truth. It's not, if you have EBV, you have so many tools, just like if you have PCOS, you have so many tools in your hands and there's not something wrong with you. It's just that when you provide the body what it needs, it will start shining for you. I just wanted to convey that message. I often say that the body just wants to shine for you and just, don't think for a minute that you're broken and that you, you know something in you is wrong. And like like you said, I agree. We both agree, Amy, that it's not just the physical healing that we're after. It's almost a deeper personal healing because you know you can break a leg and that will heal. But if you break a person's spirit, there's nothing you can do. And I don't want any woman to feel that there's something broken in her emotionally, like we were saying, I'm not good enough. And, and so I think, um, I think the diet, the, the lifestyle, all that is so easy, worthy that we are lovable and that we are not broken and that the body doesn't deceive us, that the body's our friend, that it's fighting for us and that it's all worth it. I just wanted to, um, kind of uh, put a ribbon, um, a pretty ribbon oh, on that <laughs> conversation <laughs> we're having. 
No, it's that that's really beautiful. And, um, and it, it does offer so much hope. And that's, you know, that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast, because there's so many women that are frustrated, they feel like, you know, they've, they've kind of hit a dead end. And this is just yeah. another, um, you know, something else mm. to look into. Uh, and, you know, you might find an answer with EBV, you might not, but either way, this message of, of hope and healing is important for all of us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you for saying that. So keep up your good work. Oh, thanks. So the, the, uh, the program is, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, of course, it's a 10 week program. Uh, however, modules are all open and you can do it at your pace and you have access for one year. And then uh, people can re-entry. Our alumni have a very inexpensive re-entry whenever they want to. We also have uh, five additional bonus modules that talk about complications and um, co-infections, uh, things that stole the virus. And that can also be appropriate with PCOS. When you're not getting better, you're hitting the wall. It could be molds, it could be heavy metals, it could be right now, um, could be co-infections. So, so I have different extra modules on that. We have different projects, we have uh, we have modules on um, stress, on sleep, because that's a big problem, on toxicity, that's a big problem, on specific environmental toxins that can reactivate the virus, on uh, protocols with diet, the kitchen, the healing kitchen, the herbal teas, the, the uh, culinary spices, simple recipe much apropos PCOS exactly and then you have a robust module on supplements supplements actually once you have a chronic EBV and you're disabled supplements the appropriate supplements uh, aggressive enough actually are the first key to start moving the needle so people can think more clearly and can have a little bit more energy to do anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have everything strategically planned and we have monthly coaching calls and uh, a wonderful community, a private community of our current students and tons of resources and tons of recorded Q&A calls with all our previous uh, students, also recordings of our uh, we, we used to call it a love seat and then EBV Hero Spotlight, 20 minutes or 30 minutes one-on-one uh, -on -one with a student while everybody else were, were watching, contributing, and uh, learning resources there and how to travel when you're ill, what to do with antibiotics if you have to take them, all kinds of uh, dental health uh, support all kinds of support for a person that is ill that i feel is important even outside of direct ebv work so it's a if the book is comprehensive this is kind of a very comprehensive program um completely covering different areas of your life to to recover and and live your life purposefully happily and energetically
not just physical healing. Well, that sounds excellent. It's it's all also really nice to be able to be in community and kind of walk alongside other women um, that are going through the same thing. So mm-hmm. speaking of walking alongside other women, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, been a pleasure being with you all again for another episode of the PCOS Diva podcast and with you, Dr. Kynes. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and knowledge about EBV with us. Amy, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share with your women, your tribe, your divas. Uh, If it changes one person's life, I am so thrilled over the moon. This is why I'm here. And if I can support your community in any other way, bring me back. I will talk your head off. (laughs) And please never stop your advocacy. Your work is so precious and so important. And so I'm just, um, I'm just so impressed with what you've done. Oh, well, thank, thank you. That feels really good. Well, I just wanted to sign off and uh, look forward to being with everyone again soon. Thanks so much for listening. up our podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on the PCOS Diva podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you liked this episode, remember to subscribe to PCOS Diva on iTunes or wherever else you may be listening to this show. And if you have a minute, please leave me a quick review on iTunes because I love to hear from you. If you think someone else might benefit from this free podcast, please take a minute to share it with a friend or family member so she can benefit from it too. And don't forget to sign up for my free weekly newsletter. Just enter your email at pcosdiva.com to get instant access and make sure you never miss a future podcast. This is Amy Medling wishing you good health. Bye-bye.